This is a Cosmic Octave original podcast. Me and Jake running down the street with a handful of comic books kicking ass and yeah. banging chicks and drinking booze no, and me. smoking I'm, weed. Me. I'm married. Oh, yeah, well, I'm married. Jake's yeah, really chill. Yeah. I'll pay the last job with Jake and Tyler. Fuck. <laughs> Welcome back to Coffee with Comics. <laughs> well, Coffee and Comics. Because we're not comics. We're oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that makes more sense to say Coffee and Comics. Oh, uh, here comes a lawsuit. What's the deal? Here comes a lawsuit Fuck from Jerry you, Jerry Seinfeld. Wow, wow. I'll say it right here. Wow, you've had too much coffee. Yeah! How dare you? Woo! <laughs> Drinking out of my Green Lantern wow. mug. Wow. What a way to start. I got Iron Man. I think this is the most... Uh, Sp- is, is that sploosh? Oh, sploosh. Shoosh. Shoosh. Is what the comic font the, It's the Invincible Iron Man. That's definitely some Bob Layton art right there. What? <laughs> Perfectly timed as always, Skeletor. Yeah. What? Uh, so, <laughs> speaking of what, uh, we're going to start the show a little differently. Oh, First of all, Gene I got to say... This is the right amount of energy we need to have for today's episode because we got a lot to cover. Uh, but before we do that, Fuck, this coffee's good, dude. We got to eat our vegetables before we get to the main course. Oh. Or no? What? I <laughs> eat your vegetables is just doing stuff you don't want to do. Yeah, that's, that's I, I want to do this. You realize how much of our language is metaphors and idioms? It's insane. That's why nobody understands the English language. There's an Archer uh, three-part episode where he... Yeah, uh, I know. That's where mm, I got that from. Yeah. Uh, Heart it, of Archer. Idiom. 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 Oh, idiom. God damn it. <laughs> yes! All right. So <laughs> I made a song. Wait. For the show. Were you going to use one of our new drops that we made the other day? No. Well, I feel like that one should only be unleashed in the, when the time is right. Okay. I get you. You know, when I the feel feeling you. is... I feel you and nice. I agree. <sighs> nice. Nice. Why are you making that? It's sound? like you're just being in a. It's like you're in a little cave. Yes. Nice. <laughs> now we're both irritated. So speaking of sound drops, <laughs> I made a whole song with sound drops in mm-hmm. them. Uh, I I told Tyler I had this idea to take the Skeletor what and the Stone Cold and the Stone what. Cold what so what what and put that in a song. <laughs> but I didn't just do that. I mixed in because we're fucking geniuses. <laughs> I mixed in a bunch of other drops. Mm. It's only a minute and 25, so I'll play the whole thing right here. Okay, let me put the coffee down before I spill it all over myself. <laughs> okay. And uh, <sighs> don't listen to this uh, if you don't, you, you know, if you're not, don't have an opportunity to be at the club, then don't listen to this. Because you're going to want to listen to this in the club, because it's a banger. Right? Wow. It slaps. Wow. Okay. Let's get into it. You're hyping it up, though. Off panel, off topic. Off panel, up. Topic presents what? I can write a book about what you don't know. Give me a hell yeah! Nice. <laughs> I'll eat your ass. 
One million dollars, bitch. Yes! God speaks, Spider-Man. What? 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 One million dollars, bitch. Nice. <laughs> What'd you think? Those uh classic right there. Those I I my favorite part of that <laughs> is I while making that song. I did it in a weird, unconventional way of I matched two heavy drum beats, Mm. bass drum beats with two lead bass Mm. beats, and it worked really well, surprisingly well for me Mm. and what I wanted to do. And then I thought it would be fun to just mix in more of our drops and make it more of like our song. You know how like um, when we go like off on a a drop like kind of thing on the show Mm -hmm. and and then we stop doing it um, largely because one of us is like, well, nobody's listening anymore. Because mm-hmm. only we think that's funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm proud of it. I'm really proud of this I'm song. I'm super proud of you I for it. I'm super proud of the song, and I'm glad we debuted it here. But uh, I, I know that we're the only people who find that. I'll, I'll put that shit up on <laughs> Spotify. Fucking do it, dude. If we get more than... Yeah. I'd love I'll to see it. put it under the... Uh, That'd be... The metahumans. That page. would be the one that would get us a hit, don't you think? The one that's like... <laughs> the one that's like super pop culture, and it's just fucking random sound drops yeah the one that you you know i mean i'm not saying so you didn't I, work hard on it yeah i'm not saying that but i'm saying you probably didn't work on as hard <laughs> on it as you do some other of your no. projects it was more of a fun i, ah, threw, this, I threw this together last night the, the, so. thank you so yeah that's the one that's the one that everybody's gonna be like you guys are fucking geniuses and we'll be like and i'll be like i didn't have money to yeah this whole that. album took so much and then this one thing uh, I don't want to replace the theme Fuckers. song at all because no. the theme song is great and I will never replace it. Let me say this. But I'm I, want, to bet, I want to have a shorter version of that. Yes, I'm willing to like bet that the 30-second uh, version is the one that's really going to hit it. Right. Like we should, The 125 feels like just a little too long. Well, you have to be over a minute to put it on Spotify. So. No, I know that. I'm saying like for our purposes. <laughs> but yeah. I was thinking of this as like an outro. Because it's only 30 seconds. What? We're, we're literally bobbing our heads to the same. It's too bad we're not doing a video yet. Wait, it's almost there. Yeah. What? What? <laughs> That's the end of it. Wow. We could do even shorter. That could probably be 15 seconds. No, that's fine. Uh, Yeah, look for it on Spotify. I'll put it up as a single <laughs> if you want to listen to the full version. It's and called what? Is that uh, what it's called? Yeah, honestly, uh, yeah. I still want to do the TikTok video. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Mm. Uh, I know that the 125 can go be long, but I just I like making a song that kind of puts you in like a hypnotic state because we were like it was ingrained for us to bob our head. Oh yeah, and 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 that's what I I was like looking off into the corner of my eye. I'm saying if you want to have, we're so close to doing video. If you, um, (laughs) but today would have been like, wow, that can you see that? We're just both going. (laughs) I looked out of the corner of my eye, and both Jake and I are going to. 
It looked like, have you ever, okay, oh, you know how like perception works and like you're driving down the road at like really, really high speeds and it looks like those uh, little, uh, uh, those little dashes in the middle of the road are like, you know, maybe, maybe two feet long, right? And if you, what, what are you talking about? And if you slow down, <laughs> that's the first time he's ever given me a stern look. <laughs> So the middle of the road. If you slow down, you actually see that they're like 15 feet long. The reason why is if they were shorter, then you wouldn't be able to see them in the middle of the road. That's how fast you're going, right? Okay. Now, what I'm saying is, I completely forgot because you fucked me up. Yes. All right. So let's let's well let's get into it. Oh, what I was saying is we have a lot to talk about. When we were both bobbing our heads at the same time, yeah, it didn't look like his head was bobbing because we were both. In sync. If that makes sense, never mind. <laughs> it's like when you're driving down the road, and it's the you know. Lines. See, here's the thing: without all the drops and just the 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 laissez-faire uh, attitude, you know, that would have sounded really like smart and like, "Whoa, that's deep, Tyler." But no, no, Jake had to just put a bunch of drops in there. Misery, misery, misery. That's what you've chosen. You know, it would be funnier and it would land harder if I didn't give you, like, big fucking pregnant pauses to put drops in. Like, while we're nice. <laughs> so, so everybody listening is like, yeah, but, you know, you do, like, leave moments for him to just put stuff in. That's it. I had to say that. Hey, that's the reality. Losing so let's talk about... Losing... We're, we're dicking around. We're too off topic. We got to get on panel. It's, it's on topic. All right. So uh, another on precursor. T- before we get to the news, uh, we brought back a classic segment mm. edited for TV. Mm. And uh, today it's the first of, I would say, I wouldn't even say a trilogy, maybe even a quadrilogy of beautiful TV edits for Scarface because uh, I think back in like 2006, Six or seven, there was some sort of like special edition DVD Mm -hmm. that was released, and they had a segment specifically dedicated to the TV edits of the movie. Mm. So, without further ado, we'll do Uh, the first one, and like the RoboCop one, we'll have the regular. Do we have like an opening for this segment? No, we don't. Oh, that's all right. A regular. Sorry, I completely. We can write some later. Just yeah, go ahead. Oh yeah, the dog. Hang on. Uh, so we'll we'll do what we did this with with. All right, so yeah, l- we had to let Cooper. I need to get headphones with a longer. Yeah, you yeah. gotta get the six footer like me. <laughs> so like the RoboCop one, we'll have the <clears throat> the original mm. regular theatrical edit, and then the TV version. Mm. And this is just one of many. Why is it not playing? I don't fucking know. This town like a great big pussy just waiting to get fucked. This town like a great big chicken just waiting to be plucked. <laughs> How? <laughs> wow. How is that? E- that's even dirtier. I feel like. <laughs> I I just I just want to reiterate. Um, and this is what I say every week we do this segment. What is possibly redeeming enough in that movie for somebody who doesn't like swear words right 
Yeah, it doesn't make if sense. You are, Just watch the move, regular movie. If you Why are somebody you... who doesn't watch movies with swear words because you don't like swear words. You don't like this movie for any reason. No amount of editing is going to make this movie worth watching for you. So fuck off. <laughs> There's plenty of shit on TBN, the Trinity Broadcasting Network, okay? Sp- fuck. Uh, speaking of uh, TBN, I, was, yeah. I watched uh, Eyes of uh, Tammy Faye last night. Oh, good stuff. What is that? That's on Hulu. Uh, it's on HBO. Oh yeah, who's in that again? Uh, Andrew Garfield, it, Jessica Chastain. Oh yes. How was She's that? Great. That was good. It's, it's an okay. It's, See, I lived through that shit. It's man. an okay movie. It's it's fine. It's not terrible. It's fine. No, it's good. But I think uh, I thought Andrew Garfield looked really great hit, in the previews. Andrew Garfield and Jack, Jessica Chastain's performances are phenomenal, and I think they carry most of this movie because it's kind of by the numbers. Mm-hmm. Uh, biopic, but mm. uh, it's, it's mm. good stuff. So let's get into. They uh, tend to be that way, don't they? Yeah. Let's get into the main topic of the show. Let's gonna, do it. Well, main topic. The beef. The beef. The meat. It's what's for dinner. Yeah. The main course. Uh, so peacemaker. Let's talk about it. Episode seven. Are we gonna do pizza time? They should know by now. Yeah, but no, I'm tired of fucking telling people. I don't. Fu- we're watching a fucking TV show. I, I get that. You know what? Spoilers. It's a time. See, it's fun to listen to it. <laughs> That's why it's I like time. it. Thank you. See, don't you? No, look at how I'm pissed just... you were just, I... and then you played it, and you're like, ah, look See, at me. See, it puts you in a better mood. See, thanks, Toby McGuire. Yeah, he's yeah. God speaks, Spider-Man. <laughs> so ah, anyway. fucking man, dude. You know what sucks? What that that uh, that comment I made about edited for TV movies? Like nobody uh, that watches those is ever going to hear uh, my take on it, which is shut up and don't watch those movies because they don't wouldn't listen to our show because I say fuck too much. You fucking do. You fucking right. fuck. Stop derailing the goddamn show. Let's do this. Talk about peacemaker. peacemaker. Jeez. Fuck off. Episode seven. Stop dragging. Dragon. My heart around. I like uh, this is titles. I. Uh, this is probably the most interesting start to any of the episodes because it starts in such a dark place, mm. and it makes. And James Gunn said this on Twitter, and I and I do. I I felt that when I watched it, but he said the intro to this episode plays so sad, and he goes, "That's why I love it so much," is because it's so different than any other. And intro. it goes right into right because any other intro the fucking crazy intro that's what i mean any other time it works because it's played for la the, there's usually a starting joke there's always yes. something or something big happening the cold open s- is usually humorous right and this one he's it's again this is a great episode to showcase john cena's ability as an actor because yeah. there's twice where he breaks down and cries and it's it's very uh it's vigilante very believable, your face exercise. But anyway, so yeah, the show starts with him crying, flashing back. We get more of context. So it is what we thought of him fighting his brother in a pit. Yeah, which... Geez, which, when you get develop more, it's... Yeah, Robert Patrick and his skinhead, shithead friends uh, are, all are betting on these kids yeah, fighting each other, which is pit. so fucked up. Yeah. And... I'm going to pit my two boys against each other. I guess how Chris punches him a certain way, it causes hey, Jake, um, Keith to go into a you're, seizure. You're about to have uh, a child, and and uh, you know, um, God willing, you have you have you have more. Um, 
Is there any reason uh, that you can possibly think of with your impending fatherhood that that you would find it okay, or even or even something that you would do on your own, not being forced? Like you would come I, up with the idea hey, hold yourself. On, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold to on. To have your two kids fight each other for money. I'm, I'm not saying we fight, but I'm saying like a, a crawl off between babies <laughs> and take bets. Now I would do that. No, hang on. By the time the other kid is born, it should you know. They, the one well, should be like, you well, know. They, yeah, I fucked that up because yeah. uh, you'd have to. Have don't, my only other, well, Luke has kids, but uh, yeah. his kid is going to be coming up on two years now, so that's they've already got a, at least a two year advantage. Yeah, but no, but is so, it, I, aren't so they I'd pr- have to if no, no, we're not airing that out. But I'm just saying, if they did have a second kid, that would be yeah. the opportunity. But that well, would be my second kid as well. well we didn't yeah. line these kids up. No, no, hang on, because um, my uh, my 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 best friend, my brother, and my best uh, my brother, um, uh, our best friends were our two cousins in Minnesota, da- Derek and Danielle. And Derek was a year younger than Carter and two years older than me. And then Danielle was a year younger than me. So, like, we were all spread out over, like, six years or so. Yeah. But we were all, like, super best friends. Super best friends. <laughs> but seriously, it was like, no. we were, like, but I loved going up there, like, more to, than anybody. But to answer your question mm. in a truthful manner, absolutely not. Mm. I, I, I'm worried about other things harming my child, let alone putting them in a pit against their sibling. Oh, right. That. I thought we were talking about the other question, and uh, and I was like, absolutely. You don't want your kids playing with other kids their age? <laughs> um, I forgot we were talking about no, the No, I was joking about- like, Right, no. You yeah. took it in a totally different direction. No, I, I completely forgot what- Okay, yes. That's why it's called off-panel, off-topic. But that's exactly what I'm saying. Like, I mean, you know, this isn't- Clearly, this isn't something- Like, he's not acting in a manner that this was forced upon him. He's acting in a manner as if- this is an idea I came up up with to make some yeah. easy money because I'm a piece of shit. Right. And this is my yard, and these are my kids, and I'm forcing them to fight each other. I wouldn't for be money. surprised if what they, a piece of shit if they revealed that the only reason he has kids is because he knocked up one of those skinhead prostitutes. Probably would be my guess. Because mm-hmm. who would want to be in a relationship with that shithole? Um. So what anyway, a turd. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So then, yeah, that sets up where Cena. I've seen it. Peacemaker, uh, Vigilante's there, and he's like, what's going on? He's like, nothing, man, you know, whatever. And so they, they're like, hey, let's just fucking go after the cow because uh, they've made me out. I've been set up. Mm-hmm. I'm a fall guy. Let's just fucking go kill this big cow. Economus is the only other one there, and he's like, are you sure we should do this right now? And he's like, fuck it. What's the point? So then he's like, I guess I'll drive. And they go off and do their thing. Meanwhile, Harcourt figures out that Abadayo set up Peacemaker because she breaks in and be like, you fucking set him up, you piece of shit. Um, they're at Mern's house, though. Mm. Well, no, they're all in the apartments or the hotel where they're staying. Oh, right, yeah, because they're all- Mern's in his yeah, room yeah, and yeah. Uh, Adebayo and what's-her-name Harcourt are, are fighting in Adebayo's room. This, again, goes to James Gunn's quality as a writer and the- um, the the ability of uh and I can't pronounce his name I'm not even gonna try uh the guy that's playing Mern uh, uh, he's gonna be in Guardians three if by you the way. showed it to me in front of me I could hang on I don't even want to try it it's 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 a name that I know I'd butcher so keep <laughs> uh, keep going anyway yeah it's a testament to his performance as well because this sequence he's in Guardians three yes this sequence it, I just said that uh <laughs> you don't listen. 
anything I ever say. You fucking you're just gonna you just just get out of the show. Get out of here. But no, his performance has been <laughs> great all season. And so when the se- when this moment comes up, and I want you to stop trying to look this up so we can just talk about I it. I am. I'm talking about it with you. I know, but I want you to. F- I don't want you to look it I'm up. I'm hearing you. Yes. What are we talking? We're. <laughs> it's handy. Uh, his name is Chuck Woody Iwuji. Yeah, I'm glad we uh, we got to show my diva side of me being upset that you were trying to find Hey, I'm just I trying. I was literally calling my agent like, dude, the fucking show's over, man. I, I don't yep. know what I did wrong, but fucking he well, is here's, here's what happens. Off his here's what happens rocker. every time. I was just trying to. I know the show, we get off topic a lot, and that's the appeal of it. I wasn't truly but listening I was to you, though. What? I wasn't when you were. The, the thing I know, was, and that's because I really want to have a discussion about it, and right. I was moving too quickly, and I know you were trying to do that. No, no. So it's fine. It's fine. It's just- it I'm, I'm landing on your side playing. in the respect that w- while you were complaining that I wasn't listening to you, but I was like, I'm listening while I'm looking it up. I totally wasn't listening to you because I was looking that thing up. So in, in respect to you, you absolutely had every reason to be like, dude- Stop, because because while you're looking that up, you're not actually listening to me, and you're not actually having a discussion. And I literally, as I said, I'm hearing what you're saying. We could rec- we could listen back to it. I said, I'm hearing what you're saying. Now, what are you saying? <laughs> well, then I mentioned the Guardians Three thing. He's like, he's in Guardians Three, and I was like, I, I just, just looked said up that. Peacemaker. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, and that's why I didn't hear you say that because I'm fucking looking up the guy. That's why, like, mostly it was because of the listeners. And I'm like, I want you to talk with me because I don't want you to repeat what I'm gonna say. <laughs> you know, mostly uh, it was just we, me. We, mostly it was just me going like I, for the listeners. Like, I hear you talking, but I I want them to hear what you have to say. You know, we have a responsibility. To we have our a responsibility five to our there. five listeners out there. <laughs> It's fine. Stop repeating me, you fucker! Either you bicker like like <laughs> we're shit. This is what happens when you're not in a relationship, but you're podcast hosts. Uh-huh. You, you bicker like you're married. I thought we were. I thought we had a friendship, like a real. No, tree. you're just in a, you're just a business queen. <sighs> <laughs> you know, I suspected, but hearing it out loud just really, really hurts. Fuck, yeah. It bites. I get it. So yeah. let's talk about. Um, more of this episode and just kind of breaking down like cause get back it, to where we were well and this is what I wanted to talk about <laughs> the death of Mern and it's a big fucking moment in the show that's why I wanted you to stop I thought it was okay you didn't like it this I would have rather seen uh, the actor perform the scene than a CGI butterfly I'm sorry okay that's just but that's me. really him what that's what I mean is like that's act- this is the first time we see who. Oh, the I thought real- you were telling me that the actor no, like no, no. did mocap, mocap <laughs> which would be ridiculous. But um, no, what I was saying was that this is the first time we actually see Mern because he's always been the, and it is a very character. Yeah, it is a very powerful scene, um, because you know, I mean, I, I think it just shows. They're they're already on the path of wanting to help him out and wanting to stop the invasion and stuff, but. It's a powerful scene where, yeah, you see him as he really, truly is, and for the first time, and he and reaches out to her, and yeah. like, and it's like little, such an emotional moment. Yeah. But uh, well, I well, I love, but it I, works for the yeah. I personally loved it because it defies your expectations of what this this sh- the death scene would be because she like, and again, it shows you like how 
uh, Ruthless song is now because mm. she fucking doesn't have time for his I shit. I loved that. And that I, was amazing. I, I love that. I fucking, when he says, I'm not going to tell you, he doesn't even get oh, to say, I'm not going to tell you anything. I hate that in movies when they He's have like, like I'm their not going to tell you. So then she just goes, uh, pop, 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 shoots him four times in the fucking chest. I love that. Austin Powers, like at his basis, like made fun of it. Like, why don't we just, like Scott why Evil, don't I why don't I just you? go get a yeah. gun and we could shoot him right now together, dad? Like, no, there's and, no fun in it. <laughs> right. And that's the whole thing. Like, I loved that moment because it was like, I've seen so many movies and everything. And yes, Mern is a great character and he should have like his moment or whatever. But in real life, or I know it's not real life, but in, 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 in a reality, in a situation where you're trying to emulate reality, yes, most <laughs> villains would be like, I don't fucking, boom, 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 boom. Yeah. We got to fucking go. Fuck this guy. Yeah. Let's go. And the way that she does it in non in a nonchalant way of like, <sighs> like that was fucking awesome, mm. because it shows you the ruthlessness and how we got manipulated into caring about Goff because we're like, well, we already have, we've already kind of conceded the idea that like we can, we still care about Mern even though he he essentially took that person's life, whatever. Mm. And then we see Goff communicating with. Peacemaker, and then we get lulled in this idea like maybe Goff's going to be a good guy. But the meeting Goff takes well, over, but the minute Goff takes over right. Song's body, it's over. Right, and we forget that while he was in somebody's body, he like tortured Vigilante. He, he tried to ready. chop his toe off. Right. I mean, why are we okay? So he fucking wrote the peace sign in honey on his jar. He had a Big torture fucking, dungeon. Thank you. Yeah. So, no, but again, that's that's but that's a great way. Of, are we going to talk about Locke? Yeah, and like the press conference. Are we, did you the say for the uh, post credits? <laughs> yes. Did you see the post credits? There's a cop. You gotta, you that, gotta, you gotta. When he's swing your hips when you're drying. When he does that, you can see there's a cop in the background that's busted. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's trying really hard. He's doing a pretty good job of I, not I, laughing. I feel like, and I, I really hope they let him shine in this because this. To be honest, episode I like how they he did it where like episode seven is wrapping up the resolution with his father and the white supremacists, mm. and then episode eight is dealing with the cow and the butterflies. And I and I like that he that did thing it that looks way because if if, if dude, he would have oh tried to God. converge those two stories at the same time, I how think do you make something gross and cute at the same time. No, that James thing, Gunn. Oh my made. God, that was not cute at all. What? Fuck that cow. Fuck that cow. You don't no, think uh-uh. that cow is being un- used horribly against its will? Oh, you're going to tell me now this show is going to be a fucking comment on factory farming? Because it probably is. <laughs> but but <laughs> Also, I love... I'm fucking douche. And I love that we're in this place in 2022 mm. with superhero uh, properties where you can just say, hey, how did this cow get here? They have a teleportation device. Okay. Like, you accept it because we're at this point of like, we can put weird comic booky shit in here and people will understand. It'll be fine. They'll buy it. We don't have to handhold an audience. I just got to say this. If I'm making any sort of project, Hollywood, take note. Uh, I don't know the name of the actor playing Locke, but if I'm doing anything in Hollywood these days, I'm like, all right, there's a really tough part to play. Get that guy. Because after seeing that post credit scene and the stuff with the Hamburglar in the previous episode... And generally how he's done. Like, I know that actor is down for doing what the fuck ever I want him to do. Oh, my God. The post credits of the last episode. Oh, so fucking funny, <laughs> he just, dude. He keeps trying to look sad. Like, 
Like he's trying to play it off. So oh my fucking God. great, dude. Well, so and great. That's why I'm like, I hope he gets shine in this last episode because he is so he was so good at being menacing when he was the yeah when he was uh the cop combating with Song and now that he's working with Song, I want to see how that plays out in this episode. Yeah, it's it'll be it's I I can't wait for the finale because there's so many questions I still have. So much goodness. Uh, I, I love. I think they'll did you watch up- the preview? Uh, you know how they have the preview underneath? Yeah. When uh, it, uh, during the preview, it flashes the words, holy fucking cow, which I loved that they're cool enough with the previews to say fucking in yeah. it. That's for all you people who got to watch Scarface edited for television, you fucking pussies. Oh. Wow. Um, wow. Somebody got So, and, and the other parts of this episode that, that really stood out that I love, and again, it, 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 it goes back to combining heavier subject material but also balancing jokes where mm. okay so we know that um the white dragon can track peacemaker's helmets so he figures that out and then he t- <laughs> so then the next thing we know they're trying to track it and we find out it's attached to a raccoon and so they're following it and one of my funniest things ever is we the next shot we see after the whole i got a plan the next thing we see is the raccoon running with the helmet and them chasing it and then it shows John Cena with his fucking face all cut up. And he goes, man, raccoons are fucking hardcore. And then the economist goes, well, that happened exactly how I would imagine yeah, it of exactly a man grabbing a happened. wild raccoon. Yeah, that's exactly how it played out. Is <laughs> exactly how I imagined Which it. would happen. Uh, like Vigilante decides to almost you blow know, himself up to save not, Peacemaker. We'll talk about that. But I want to make this clear because I really want to make this point because that's even more important. What? Don't fuck with raccoons. Yeah, duh. Don't fuck with wolverines. Those little honey badgers, those little things, badgers in general, they have something to prove. Don't fuck with them. You'll look up like Peacemaker's face. And they have That's uh, a PSA teeth and claws but, all right. over the place. So then uh, White Dragon, before that, before he, he finds out they're tracking the helmets, yeah, they show up, they, they, they hit their car, their truck, they tip it over. Basically, we learned that White Dragon's armor is fucking OP, dude. Yeah, he rips, rips it open. He's going to shoot him. And then they fight. Uh, they Bl- go up. Vaporizes a fucking hole in the fucking yeah. side of the van. Jesus Christ. So like, then they've, hey. yeah, they get out. They fight on the street. Uh, Vigilante uh, <laughs> drops a grenade and goes, there's, what is it? Never a wrong time. There's never a wrong time to rock. To rock, yeah. And it blows up. Takes down Dragon for a second, fucks up pe- fucks up Vigilante for a bit, and they did play it off like he died. Like I thought that was going to happen uh, when he when he ended up crashing the car. Yeah, I thought he died. I thought he just passed out because he was so injured. Yeah. I didn't think he died. I honestly. Oh no no no! That part I did think he passed out. Yeah yeah yeah. Okay. Oh no no yeah yeah. Sorry, we're talking about the when s- he's laying on the tree. I thought he was going to we die. Were, he were talking about here, and we were yes yeah. yes no. When Cause, they you know, do hiding. they do play it off when he drops the grenade that he got like vaporized or whatever. Yeah, they do yeah, play it off because they have the even they have the thing because he Vige. goes, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Vige, 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 Vige. Uh, and then when he's we're on talking the tr- about the same he's laying thing, on the, the tree, I'm like, is he gonna die on the tree? Like, are they gonna do him dirty like that? But uh, yeah, eventually you left your keys in the car. Oh, did you did you uh, do you have subtitles? Oh yeah. Did you notice the subtitles? 
racist thug was one of them. And oh, yeah. And said white hooded wanker. I actually saw. And James Gunn tweeted that that was their names in the script. I actually saw at the end, um, one of them was like asshole redneck. And, yeah, all of, the, um, all of those names are in the. dumb fuck like, yeah, white supremacist idiot or something like that. All of them are in on the subtitles and it's in the script. I was actually enjoying the music at the end. Uh, so I was just listening to it and I just happened to be watching the credits because that's what that's how I saw the post credit scene, too. Where he's like, and you ro- you rotate your hips, and that's what you do when you're drying, <laughs> which is exactly what I do. <laughs> so, but um, validation, folks. Yeah. So from an alien. Then the, the yeah we have the scene where they they find out about the the helmets, and then yeah we have the two white supremacists who are like we, we find out vigilante gets their car, and he's like you left your keys in. We were in a hurry. Yeah. Uh, and then they notice. He's, I love how James Gunn is suddenly. Subtly showing how, how dumb, useless they are, and white stupid. supremacists yeah. is, and white supremacy. Yeah, yeah, it rots your brain, folks. Worse than crack. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> at the same time, we also find out that Judo Master's like, "I'm back, bitches!" and starts fighting Abadayo and Harcourt. Yeah, after the death of Mern and that everything. That fucking scene is hardcore. Ah. Anyway, no, dude, they beat the fuck out of well, each other. And if you watch it, oh. you know what it reminds me of. Huh. It's very reminiscent of Peacemaker and Rick Flagg's fight um, in Suicide Squad, just, oh. just in terms of the brutality of it. Yeah, like if yeah. you watch oh those two God. fights, yeah, they're, they're very similar. Beating the shit. She, he fucking slams her head into the fucking wall multiple this is, times. This is what he I, does yeah. it by using her arm as the. Pull point. Well, that's judo. I, I mean, like, yeah, exactly. That's, that's what I love about um, the momentum. fight scenes yeah. in this movie and in the Suicide Squad. Uh, I, I like this about modern filmmakers, and when they do this, this makes me so proud. When they make fights and choreograph them as realistically as possible, nobody comes to a fight and then like you know like nobody does that in real life fights are fucking brutal and it doesn't matter if you decided to be honorable at some point you're going to start fighting dirty and that's it's exactly survival. yeah absolutely they're trying to kill each other yeah yes and that's why like john wick is so uh powerful because those movies like you can tell they're trying to kill each other like mm. There's no other option, and you got to be fucking brutal if you want to survive. Their fight's uh, pretty brutal, and then it oh, ends yeah. with uh, Judo Master on top bitch. of her. Yeah, and he goes, she likes. And she takes some fucking. She hard starts hits to smile or something, too, and then yeah. he goes, "What?" And she goes, "Rope a dope, bitch." And then fucking Abadio comes in and hits him, and then we cut back to oh, they found out. They're like, oh, what's this? We have all these cluster because they finally find the raccoon. They're like, yeah. wait, there's more. And before we get to that. Can we, talk about, out. can we talk about judo uh, master at the gas station? <laughs> yeah. Because that was fucking great. Oh, my little lucky charms. And he fucking just breaks them. And the guy inside is like, good job. I got to be honest. Um, I, you know, it's little things like, uh, like me saying, I got to be honest, that really make this show great. No. Um, what really does his characters well his service to his characters is that he gives them little nuances that make them seem real um judo master is not real he's not a real character he's not a real human being like the guy playing him is a real human being but the character and the you know right yeah but you give him you give him an affinity for flaming hot cheetos man 
And that that just sells me on the character right there, dude. The fact that he's always fucking eating the Cheetos is just like, that's fucking cool. <laughs> what are you doing with your phone? Now you're doing the same thing that I was doing. What oh, were you oh, doing? sorry, I checked out because I don't care about Judo Master. Oh, well, <laughs> fuck you, asshole. You son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. I'm holding the microphone way over here because I hate you. Oh. But I love our audience. Oh. I love uh, you. It's Valentine's Day. I uh, don't forget to make some love mm, today. 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 With your significant other. S- and if that so, person ain't available, somebody else will Miss do. Lanny passes out on the side of the road, <laughs> and Peacemaker and Economist finally find Somehow him. Somehow find him. Yeah, realistic guys. <laughs> he didn't get that far apparently. Um, I know. They I'm come just, and get I'm him. Totally joking. Uh, John Cena, I keep saying that, Peacemaker takes over and then Eagly comes in and keeps fucking with Economos and it's like, what's wrong with your... I thought they were going to kill Eagly and I was going to oh fucking my God. shit in oh that my final God. scene. I thought no. they were going to fucking shoot Eagly and I'm like, fuck, fuck you, man. You bitches. All he right. did fucking knock him out. So then they're driving and then he's like, unless they could follow us and then they see the, the white supremacists like his dad flying in and it's like, why would they follow us? And, he get, and then it just cuts to vigilante doing the, and then all the helmets are in the thing. He's like, God damn it. So they pull over, throw the helmets out, but it's too late. They, they do find them. Yeah. And then this sequence is again, what I think shows what James Gunn. I, I think this is when James Gunn wanted to show off what John could do as an actor. Mm. Um, because it's a very powerful scene. Mm. Um, and it's a situation where they 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 go in the woods. They have this fight. Comes back out into the uh, the street, and it looks like Vigilante's gonna die. And then fucking Economos saves him. Does it does another Deuce Ex Machina thing? Comes in and mows down all the white supremacists with so a machine great. gun. It's amazing. So great. But then it cuts to the White Dragon and Peacemaker fight. Oh, the reason he's on the ground is he jumped in through the woods from the woods, stabbed. Uh, part to short circuit the the armor of White Dragon. He goes the parts in the armor, dude, and then he throws them off. Gaps in the armor, man. Yeah, gaps in the armor. Throws them off. Then Economos runs in, and shoots them all, stops and saves Vigilante. So then those two. Then it sounded Cena, and I'm just gonna keep calling him Cena because my brain is programmed. Yeah, you to, fuck. He's not wearing the helmet this episode. It's throwing me off. He's not Peacemaker. He's just <laughs> that's how his secret identities work. You'd at least call him Chris Smith. So Peacemaker. Uh, <sighs> Fights his dad and uh, beats him down and keeps punching him. And he says, "It was you killed Keith. You're the. It's my fault. Or it's your." He kept just. He just laid out all of his grief. Right, right, right. But that's he finally. You're finally seeing Chris say, "I don't love you anymore. You're a horrible person, and I shouldn't have listened to you." Are we gonna skip over the part where uh, White Dragon was kicking Peacemaker's ass and saying the shit about? That people are freaking out about. Oh yeah, yeah. Are we gonna skip over that? Forgot about that. So yeah. By the way, before, that was before Vigilante. great acting by Robert Patrick. Yeah. By the way. Well, did you see the quote that he did? Uh, that he gave. He did a whole interview. Yeah, and he yeah. said that James Gunn, when he pitched it to him, like being this vile, awful human being, is like that's juicy, that's fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it's he's like, nothing like that. Well, no, and and you know what? That's such an actor response. Yeah. And we were talking about pro wrestling before we started recording. 
That's that's what a lot of pro wrestlers will say. Pro wrestlers will say it's more fun to be the bad guy. Oh yeah, because you don't have rules. You can do whatever you want. Hey, um, so I understand why he was like, and uh, yeah, I, that's such an actor response. To be like, oh, that's fun to be this fucking but, deplorable human. But the part about women and men, and a lot of people are freaking out because oh, is peace? Oh yeah, he's saying cannon? that he fucked dudes. Anyways, who cares? Uh, but no, even before that, no, that whole sequence is great. Cause yeah, before Vigilante saves him, uh, White Dragon's beating the shit out of him, and he—he's uh, got the whole speech. Yeah, and, and he talks about—he an talks about. Um, we don't need to repeat it. I'm not gonna say what he said. Uh, Jesus Christ, God, you get like that. He does talk about. We're God. not gonna get canceled for something a character uh, said in a show. Yeah, well, heard that before. <laughs> Clip me out of context. Clip like, me out of you. context. You no, fuck. no, but he, he's just. This is like he's saying like. Like hardcore Aryan Brotherhood oh white God, supremacist yeah, awful. bullshit, and yeah, and then he has the thing of like with men. Yeah. So who cares? But I just like that speech a lot because it, it, again, even in the even in that moment, you still see yeah. that like God, this guy is just a fucking useless human being, yeah. useless so, waste of space. Um, so uh, Jake and I are going to use the exact same response to the uh, character possibly being revealed as bisexual that off-panel, off-topic always has, which is this. If you are bisexual and that makes you feel better that you saw some representation or that you cool. sense... Yeah, that's Good awesome. That's awesome. Other than that, eh. Um, it, it, it's not really important to the story, so... And, you know, truth be told, we did see the scene with him and Vigilante and the woman. Yeah, he so. clearly had a threesome with another man. You never so. know. I mean, you know. <gasps> maybe maybe they're in love. That's really what it is. Also, uh, before we move on, too, don't forget that uh, John Cena's very first big screen movie leading role was in a movie called The Marine. Classic film. And who was the villain? Robert Patrick. Absolutely. Yeah, it was. And he talks in that, I read that whole interview that he did with the... Uh, Whoever, um, I don't have it, but I will find that. It's really good, but he talks no, about. No, it's not a good movie. No, but it's a. It's a. I f- thought you were talking about the interview. No, sorry. No, 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 no. <laughs> the movie. We sucks. should do a commentary for the Marine. Oh God, yes. it's dog shit. Yes, I love it. But the best part is he talked about. Uh, I forgot about that, and I'm reading this interview, and he gets to that, and he's like, "Yeah, John was just like, I, I, you know, this is my first thing, and I'm not sure, and, and you know, like, you know." Please help me, you know, kind of figure this, yeah, this yeah, acting that shit was his, out. That was his first leading role. Yeah. But a lot, of, a lot of those wrestlers, it is easier for them. You should them. check out the interview because he talks about Terminator 2 also. Yeah. Anyway. Um, well, no, a lot of those wrestlers that do those action movies, they, it's weird for them. Mm. And they're kind of weird that they, like, a lot of them have to be like, wait, we get another we get another take. I forgot about that. Right. Yeah, exactly. Because they're so used to being in front of a live, live crowd. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and a lot of times there's some guys that are, like, getting shit done in one take like that. And, like, it's nothing. It's like, I do this every night. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I See, do that's this, another, like, that's, were we, we were not talking about this on the air. We were talking about this off the yes. air. Yes. We were talking about, like, how we're. We're huge fans of football, and today happens to be the big game. I don't think. Yeah, we we're recording say, on Super Bowl think, Sunday. Oh, I don't, can we say that? TM. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, you're right. I maybe should beep that out because the NFL would be this kind of dicks. To oh see yeah, us. absolutely. So uh, the big game is today, and um, sorry, can I say NFL between no <laughs> between. No, you can't. The no, big game between the Rams and the Bengals is today. And yes. Um, <laughs> the big game. That's such a radio guy response. The uh, game that's happening, you know. The big game. I saw a tweet. The biggest sorry, game. Sorry, I keep interrupting and derailing. But Fuck you. I saw a tweet that says, you will not understand, or you 
we'll find out how much creativity radio guys have when they refer to the Super Bowl but can't say Super Bowl. <laughs> Which is brilliant by the NFL, by the yeah. way. Honestly. Uh, anyway, um, we were talking about how even though Jake and I are, are more football fans than anything, I think. Uh, but we also have mad respect for like hockey and soccer players because like hockey players I'm are skating. I'm literally wearing a Tampa Bay Lightning hat. Right yeah, now. They're, we're both hockey fans. I got my Jets. Uh, I'm the Winnipeg Jets. But um, w- you know, it, when you think about how much time like football players get between plays and things like that, like it's interesting uh, that that uh, how much rest is involved. Yeah, yeah, and and how hockey guys like or really don't, hockey and soccer and guys really don't. Yeah, soccer, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah, most sports it's kind of nonstop. And we also talked about how pro wrestlers really deserve a lot of fucking credit, dude, because of the shit they do night in and night out. Well, and they're they're choreographing their fights right. together, and it's very physical. Like if you if you watch, uh, if you don't do it right, somebody gets hurt. There's so many times that people have. Well, and Cena is notorious for this because he talks constantly in his matches. But he, you notice his matches are great because he's choreographing. With, he and it's a, it's a weird thing. So when they do action movies like this, where it's chore- it's same thing as mm. wrestling, it's choreographed yeah. fighting. Oh yeah. Um, and stage stage combat, so they know how to do it. So it's a lot easier, and it it shows. I don't. I and I, obviously he has a stunt double, right? But, but it's I very close the, to stunt work. I think. I well, I think most of the time it's him. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I think and what again, they do in the ring is very close to no, what stuntmen do. Yeah, exactly. So, and he, that's it, what I it mean. It appears that you're getting hurt, but, you know, you do it in a certain he, way. Like, you learn how to fall right. The only difference is he's actually bleeding when it's wrestling versus right. in a movie. But see, the thing is, too, is um, he. Uh, um, well, they cut themselves, but. Yeah. They blade. But anyway. We're getting. We're not talking about pro wrestling. We're talking about peace. We're wrapping this up. Yeah. yeah but again, yeah, yeah. I again, that I think that. But something is simple. So, it's yeah. so easy to discredit wrestlers it is. as being bad actors, and they're look. Not every wrestler is a great actor. No. But it's no surprise to me that Dave Bautista's had a pretty great acting career because of Guardians of the Galaxy and everything like that. It's not surprising that John Cena is killing it in this movie. It's not surprising that The Rock is the biggest star on the fucking planet. On the fucking planet, dude. Not even it close. It doesn't surprise me. It's not even close, Because they've had years and years and He's years bigger than T-Swift. of training to to perform in front of people. And it is it is John, John Cena, the wrestler, is John Cena, but it's John Cena cranked to 11. It's just him playing an exaggerated version of himself. Because yeah. if you watch any interview and anything that he's done, he's a super humble, nice guy. Have and you been watching the new Wipeout? No. Because it, it's on Hulu. But anyway, enough up. gushing about yeah. John Cena. The reason why we're gushing about him is because the, in this scene where he's fi- when he finally kills Augie, you see... as I, So for me, I felt relieved. Did you? What, what yeah, did you I felt feel? relief. I As felt an relief. audience, yeah. you felt relief because you're like, finally, someone killed this fuck. Yeah. But but to see Cena, you see the way we feel. You see the relief, but you instantly see. Well, we know already when he's. You just see more pain when he's got the gun pointed at him. We already know at this point that he doesn't want to kill anybody anymore. And I was shocked that he did it. And the first, I thought vigilante was. I was do it. too. Yeah, I I thought that he wouldn't be able to, and that somebody else would, but. I knew vigil in my in the back of my head. I knew vigilante. You know, it didn't take. This was not a super long scene, but enough time processed where I was able to go like, well, vigilante wouldn't t- want to take that away from his buddy. Yeah, you know. Yeah. To, you know yeah. So I, I'm like thinking about all these things, and then he actually shoots him. But 
it starts off with the first person he kills this episode. It yeah, starts his brother. Off, we already know at this point in the series that he is having second thoughts about being a murderer, about taking people's lives so indiscriminately. And he knows this because he didn't mean to kill the first person he killed. And we know this, and he still does and it. Ever and since that he's is been so forced to kill, yeah. painful because he wants this man dead, but he doesn't want to kill anybody anymore. So he's got to make that hard choice. And can he come back from that? Can he still not want to kill people? Is this, in his mind, if he doesn't want to kill people, but he still kills this guy because he needs to be killed, does that mean he's never going to stop killing people? That's fucking deep, dude. Yeah. Well, and it's and again, it goes I just back. Fucking it, gave it's, myself a hard on. <laughs> it's such a brilliant. Oh, so it's such a, a brilliant continuation <laughs> to Suicide Squad because he's just gonna let that pass. The whole yeah, I'm just gonna watch this. <laughs> uh, the whole uh, yeah, main like one of the whole things about this season and his, his growth as a character is <clears throat> he still is dealing with a lot of trauma. Mm-hmm. And that Rick killing someone that he respected, like Rick Flag, and killing him, and it's that's the moment where he's like, I don't know if I can like every nobody likes me. Right. I'm this horrible person. I kill people. Right, but let's 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 put this in context, okay? We all saw the movie. Yeah, they've referenced it and flashed back to it several times in the series. Mm-hmm. Rick Flag is going to kill Peacemaker in that moment. Because okay. Peacemaker was going to kill him. I understand that. I'm saying like... Oh, he did it out of survival. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that's why it's so hard Fight for him. Flight. Because, yes, I mean, he knew going into it that he might have to kill Flag, and Flag knew the same thing, but it's hard for him because he still had to do it, and, and he's the one... It's survivor's guilt, almost. Yeah. I mean, it's not quite the same, because survivor's guilt is other, you know... Uh, you don't kill somebody and then uh, like in a fight to the death and then have survivors go. Well, maybe I don't know. No, but uh, Jay, again, going back to uh, the, the character growth and Cena in this in the scene, I, I I referenced it before and I'll reference it again. The reason James Gunn wanted to do a Peacemaker show is he wanted to work with John again, and mm-hmm. because he knew he goes, he, he saw the vulnerability of 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 Cena in Suicide Squad. Mm. He's like, I want to build a show around that, and you I, see it tenfold in this in that moment when he kills him, and then because he's in the middle of a sentence and he just boom shoots him, and then that look of like shock and relief, and then it immediately turns into anger and pain. Look, I've I've never I've never killed anybody. Okay, I've never done that. <laughs> My, I, I hope not. Well, and then you would just confess on the show. <laughs> I haven't, but um, I and neither have I. On a very low level, I can imagine what it takes mentally on a very low, low, low level. And let me give you an example. Calling in sick to work when you're not really sick. Uh, and, and, you know, have you ever, have you ever, like, you know you're supposed to do it at least an hour before work. You know, especially if you're, like, in food service or retail, right? Yeah. And you just don't want to go to work. You fucking hate that job. You just don't want to go, but, you know, whatever. You need the money, but you just don't want to go that day. You know, it takes like an hour. You want to do it. You know, you know you want to do it at least an hour before. You know, but but like the act of picking picking up the phone and dialing it, and then actually saying like I'm sick and having them know like, okay, well thanks for calling in that way. That's like I know you're not sick. You fuck, right? Mm-hmm. 
Now, obviously, that's not killing somebody, but it takes a strength, a little bit of strength of will to lie like that and to dial that phone and actually say, I'm sick, and then hang up the phone. And afterwards, you feel a combination of, 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 of relief and, and feeling real shitty because you're like, oh, I, I got that over with, but, now, but I lied. Ah, you know? But you still, you still have to give yourself, you have to motivate yourself. You have to psych yourself up to do it. And that's why it's realistic to me that he shot him in the middle of a sentence. Yeah. Because he just had to do it at some point. And, and I'm sure, you know, in the character's mind, he's like, I, I got to do it. You know, he's just like. He's just going to do what he gotta does. Do it, gotta he's just going to bully me into not doing it. Right. Like he always does. Just yeah. has to squeeze the trigger and, and let the chips fall where they may. Sometimes you got to do that in life. Obviously, we're not talking about actually murdering people. But, I mean, that's fucked up. But, um, yeah, guy kind of deserved it. Had it coming. <laughs> kind of? <laughs> well, the worst thing we can do for our society is to look at QAnoners and Trumpers as evil human beings that have no that have no redemption redemptive qualities and that they are monsters and not really human. It's easy to look like uh, at them like that because it's 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 more comforting that these are yeah, not it's easier, real people. It's easier to dehumanize. That these are not real people that feel the same way about me that I feel about them. But when you look at their behavior, it's easier to to go and say, well they're just not human. They're they're awful human beings. It's you know that's never going to solve yeah. anything. And, I hate to say it. Yeah, so I don't want to work with them either. We wrap up the episode. Um, with, yeah, where did I go? With Eagly trying Just to off in the distance. hug or hugging. Uh, we think Eagly's going to die. Yeah, if you didn't cry at that, fuck you. You have no soul. You're a Republican. Whoa. 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 And then uh, Peacemaker just kind of prays, hopes that he doesn't die, and then he comes back. And, and Adebayo sees it. Sees the eagle hugging hugging him and then she calls her wife and just like i just saw an eagle hug a man anything's Whoa. possible uh and then we find out that hardcore is now going to be the new leader of the team i love the scene like where they find that uh, the whole the whole scene between them and vigilante about whether or not to shoot them yes he's like classic, we don't need to kill them it's classic vigilante and i love his response like wait a second you're worried about the duct tape but not worried about like brutally murdering them yes like it doesn't even take him a second. Yeah. He's just like, yeah. What? You like, need to figure out your priorities. His yes, his yes is like, I know exactly who I am, Economos. Who the fuck are you, buddy? He said, you know. Yeah. Yes. That's how he said it. And then Economos was like, nice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then and then and then the the veterinarians were like, I'll eat your ass. Whoa, I was going to say for the no, what, but... Whoa. Okay. <laughs> what? Um, but that whole se- sequence is just cla- well, an example they, of the writing of the show. When they finally say Hardcore's going to be the leader, and they're like all excited, one of the fucking doctors cocks his shotgun like, yeah. yeah, let's go, and then they go like, no. okay, calm down, no. And they where tie did she get up. the shotgun? And if she has a shotgun, why Why is did she, she let, let them tie the word tie? I, I I'll tell you what I I I wouldn't have been I would have been totally okay with the veterinarians joining the fucking convoy, dude. No, because they would die like a, sure the driver in sure the suicide That's squad. Sure, his name fine. I can't remember, which is even funnier. Sure, fine. Nice. Um, 
So that's it for Peacemaker. I'm, I can't wait for episode eight and uh, the finale. Figure out how to deal with the cow. Speaking of finales. Speaking of finales, let's segue. More pizza time. Pizza time. Because we're talking Boo. about Boba Fett. So. Boo. Pizza time. Boo. Fucking. Boo. Fucking you, boo. You keep that thought. I gotta, I, I'll, I'll let you riff here. Oh, cool. So, um, I just gotta say, like, um, if, if, if all we're gonna, if, if you're gonna start off that show the way you did and then end it the way you did, you know, look, if you're just, if everything you're doing now, Star Wars, is just being original but ultimately building to just bullshit fan service, ooh, you guys can just keep it. Spicy hot takes tonight. Or today. You can just keep it, man. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I enjoyed it, but how many times do you have to see somebody almost getting shot, you know, to pe- down in the road before, oh, they're back again, and no, they're not dead, or no, here's another rescue, and yeah, there's better ways to do it, you guys. They're too. It's it's almost like they're too afraid to kill. Sir, I don't even think Cad Bane's dead. What did I talk about last week about uh, Star Wars reacting? Mm-hmm. I guarantee you they were. I don't know. I don't know if they did reshoots or what. I don't know, but I guarantee you that that the tone of the show changed mid season, and the reason why was because they fucking felt the heat from Twitter and bullshit like that, and they're stupid about that. Instead of being like "fuck you," we're gonna let the storytellers tell the story they want, regardless. Well, and I don't understand why this was seven episodes because in reality yeah, it was only seven? it was in reality it was only five episodes. True, because two of them were the or fucking Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Thank you. <laughs> that's what I said. But like, that but in, and they yeah, shoehorned I, the two I, Mandalorian episodes in just to be like "fuck." Okay, was, here, fucking guys, stop bitching at I us. I was in a group chat with some friends and we were talking about mm. uh, uh, Boba Fett, and yeah. we were talking about how. All of us, all three of us, were like, this should have just been like a four-episode miniseries. You could have done five. like... Five. <laughs> I'll take five. But but what, I, but what I was saying is make the episodes longer. Or a two-hour so movie. make them like... Well, <laughs> no, because I think we're still, we're still in the fucking subscription model. So well, the reason this was seven episodes, in reality it could have been five and should have been five... Um, or four. They know that they want to stretch it for at least seven weeks because that means two months of a subscription. That's why Peacemaker is eight episodes. That's two months of a subscription. I know, and I know they released the first three, at, at, you know, right away. So I mean, it's only technically five weeks of new content, but that's kind of the game they're playing. And I think that's why <coughs> they made seven, so even Disney, though they clearly yeah. didn't have material for more than five. Disney's got uh, Disney has got uh, got you locked up uh, from Boba Fett uh, this month, and then next month they're gonna have uh, Obi Wan and uh, Moon Knight. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Obi Wan oh, Obi Wan is gonna be in May. Yeah, fuck you, Disney. <laughs> well, you know, I'll bet you anything that Moon Knight ends around May. No, really? You think so? I fucking bet. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. You got to make way for... This is our lives now. These are our lives. Yeah, that's just the cycle we're this in. This fucking bullshit. Fuck you, Disney. And fuck you, HBO. Okay, so... Honestly, keep giving us great content. I'm not that mad. The reason I'm upset with Boba Fett mm. in, in, 
I feel different than you did about the finale, to be honest. I enjoy the finale. I en- but as a I understand why you didn't. I don't think it's not without its criticisms, mostly because yeah, you're right. Star Wars can't fucking commit. And you know what? The best thing about The Mandalorian was is when The Mandalorian wasn't afraid to take chances and tell mm. you the story they wanted to tell you. And <clears throat> excuse me, I got to drink some water. I I got a bad. The, while you're doing that, they 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 took such a big risk in season 2, like or se- at the end of season 1 with the dark saber and Grand Moff Gideon. Oh my god, it was like holy shit. And then and then right. and then and they and then they brought back Boba Fett, which was fucking cool and 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 meant something to the story. Right. And then they brought in Luke Skywalker, which was cool. Well, but, and, but see, and honestly, that's where I kind of got a little upset with. Hang him. on, a that's where it's, that's where they tipped over. Yeah. That's what when they brought Luke Skywalker in was really really cool. But that's when it tipped over from we're we're acknowledging that this whole Clone Wars thing exists, like in the real universe, yes. and here's real life, you know, da-da-da-da. In the prequel, and, we're going to add a, significance a, to the prequels. We're going to have Ahsoka Tano come in. Yeah, exactly, right? We're going to add, exactly. That's cool, but then they just tipped over into whatever the fuck you guys want, as long as you fucking like us, man. It's fine. Here, here's more Mandalorian, because you don't like Boba Fett. Oh, the Mandalorian flies Anakin Speed Racer now, so... Or pod racer, wizard man. Uh, and I about I about fucking I about gave myself a fucking concussion when I saw it. when I heard that I was like, ah! like just just to, just you know because I wouldn't shoot myself you know <laughs> like that's a little extreme. But I uh, but it was so awful I wanted to hurt myself. That's how bad like that wizard. Ah! 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 What are you talking about? When he's when fucking the Mandalorian says wizard. You said space? What did you say? Just wizard? I don't remember. Like this. Anakin does in the fucking prequels. Wizard. That's wizard. Okay, chill out. Man. Oh, what? Oh. I thought you were mad at Lizard Magazine for some reason. No. Did I say lizard? I meant wizard. <laughs> wizard, lizard, gizzard. All right, let's get back to the... Now I'm pissed. Have you ever heard of the band um, King... King Lizard and, and the, the wizard, gizzard, wizard Gizzards? No, it's King Lizard and the Wizard Gizzard. Whatever, but I yeah, I love They're them. fucking great band. Yeah, I know I who you're them. talking about, yeah. Anyway. Uh, back to fucking Boba Fett, I guess. They're Australian, by the way. <clears throat> oh, yeah, they're fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, fucking great. Sponsor us. And by sponsor us, let us... Let jam- us just come on tour with let's you. Let's just talk. <laughs> yeah, let's just hang out. Come on our six-listener podcast. <laughs> um, we can have candy. <laughs> together. <laughs> like, rock candy. Pop pop rocks. Anyway, <laughs> I was trying to make a pop set. Uh, I know. All you're doing is let me let me say what I liked about this episode. Yes, and what I feel about this show and what it should have been. And I said it last week. I said it with those two Mandalorian episodes. I said, why didn't they just do what they did? Maybe because they didn't want it to feel like, well, we're just rehashing things from uh, season two. Mm -hmm. But I don't understand why they didn't just have Boba be the B plot. And and I said it last week. Why is he not just the B plot of season three? Yeah, keep with. Mando doing his shit and how you had it and maybe they both maybe the better way to tie them together is how it should have been in the Mandalorian eventually he just go goes back to he needs to get the razor's at razor, razor's crest mm. replacement that's when he gets the Anakin ship and all that shit why I thought that was a cool callback to the pre No I liked uh, I did like I it actually yeah 
I thought it was cheesy, but I liked it. Yeah, but 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 in a fun way. Why couldn't that have been in the season of the Mandalorian? And while he's there, he runs into Fennec, which is a, continues to be a badass, and I love her. Oh yeah. Uh, which I, I don't know how I feel about her being a cyborg. Ming but anyway, Ming anyway. when uh, if you're single, um, you know. Um, but anyway, me too. So. But anyway, yeah, he could run in her there and then have that moment. I just don't like this was such an unnecessary story to tell if you if you don't even have the confidence to have seven episodes where you take two episodes to set up this next season of The Mandalorian, which this should have just been the man. Because you know what? In the end, when they're together, when it's Din and fucking Boba together, you I, I love that sequence because it was those two being buddies. It's those two being like, OK, we built a bond in season two. It was it was we, bo- it was the midnight run moment. Yeah, it was because it was when he says we've got no help, nobody's gonna help. We're fucked. We're gonna die here, and that's and then uh, Din just being like, "This is the way. I'm your. I told you I'd help you. You are my friend, and I'll die fighting with you." Like that was such a cool. Th- and then when they did the western standoff of those two back to back, where they're fucking flying their jetpacks and shooting, and they're back to back. That's awesome. But you it but and, and that's what I wanted. And I was like, why not just just put Boba Fat on the fucking cast of the Mandalorian? Mm. I know you want to do No, I I, I, I get it. They want to do the Grogu shit, but why not just make it buddy cops? Why not just make it fucking Mandalorian buddy cop movie? Why I, not do that? I enjoy, that's so much more fun. My problem is that like I enjoyed a lot of the sequences. I enjoyed like of course when you he's can't ri- tell me that wasn't awesome. When he oh yeah, when he's riding the rank or that was fucking cool as fuck. But at some point, like, and 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 dude, those gigantic super droids! Holy fucking shit! Yeah, that was Whoa. awesome. Oh, and the but but how many times do you have to be like they're almost dead? Bef- and I can't. The Mandalorian almost died like seven fucking times in this episode, and then something fucking well, rescued like when him. the fucking give me a fucking break already. Rancor tried to bite him, but he couldn't bite the helmet. I get the criticisms of Robert Rodriguez now. Because that was a moment, and I was like, that is bad. Like, that was a shot where I was like, that's too cheesy. He gets in his own way, dude. He he, d- he just, like... Because Robert I- Rodriguez, when he's on, he makes some fucking awesome shit. And like, he is a great musician, think, too. Have you heard some of the scores remember, he's done you, for some of his Here's stuff? an example for me. You remember the Grindhouse movies? Yeah. The Grindhouse yep, double feature? Yep. It was death... It was... Rodriguez did Planet Terror. Yep. Tarantino did Death Proof. Mm-hmm. I thought Robert Rodriguez's movie was better. I thought Planet it Terror was. was better because it was goofy and silly. Rodriguez directed From Dust Till Dawn. From Dust Till Dawn is a fucking amazing campy horror movie. Yes. It's fucking awesome. When Rodriguez's so, Desperado he, is great. Uh the um Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Like Predators, he was he's I uh, know he didn't direct that, he's a producer. Uh sorry. But no, so I like the stuff that he can do, and I don't, and I know I'm not the one that's hating on what he did throughout the season. There's so many people bitching about yeah. the 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 scooter scene, and that I hey that that it didn't look great. You could like, you could have made it look faster. It didn't look the best. No. I'll admit that. But, and, and you know what? When they used him in this last episode too, again, same thing. I was like, what are they doing? Are they on go karts? They look like they're on a fucking merry-go-round. Why? It, also, anyway. also, also, okay. Maybe, maybe, maybe this is the Matrix uh, Resurrections conversation because the more <laughs> I'm talking about it, the more I'm like, wait a minute, did I like this episode? <laughs> when they no, this when is they the Eternal. Push the fucking guards off the cliff. Yeah, 
Thanks. That's it? Thanks for These amazing kill- warriors, and they were just pushed off the cliff like a fucking water buffalo. What the hell? Thanks for fucking fridging the Gamorreans, dude. And it's this is the same, and it, no, dude, it's not even a Star Wars thing. It's a Disney thing. I think they... Are- Why are they rushing these shows out to market? Because... Clearly, this show could have benefited from maybe, I don't know, planning two, three, four more episodes of actually, you know, <laughs> right. doing something. Because it feels like in this last set, and I get why you don't like the finale now, I'm on your side. Fuck it. I, I flipped. That's how much I flipped. Because this is so ham-fisted and thrown together. This yeah. is the same thing with uh, every other finale. With WandaVision, with Falcon and Winter Soldier, Loki fucking Hawkeye they all just feel so rushed at the end and it's like take some time it's okay to resolve one or two plot points before the fucking last episode well and that's another problem we're not here's the thing Tyler we're not existing in a world where this is why Peacemaker works a lot better than these other shows exactly because it has they've already resolved one of the main plot points already it's done and now it has another plot point to resolve in the well, finale. I only have to worry about one plot point being resolved in the final episode. But that's what I'm saying. This that's di- nice. This Disney model is not set up like traditional no. TV. It's no. set up to be supplemental entertainment. And, and we're figuring it out. So fucking change it or else we're going to leave and actually And they, they're like, well, as long as you keep putting it out, I'm going to keep watching it. <laughs> I'm sorry, I am. But but what they're trying to do, I agree. Duh, duh. <laughs> we're like we're like, dude, we're gonna. We keep made a fucking. We made watching a, we made a fucking, it's fucking still pretty good. A nerd culture pop culture podcast. Even of course, shitt- we're gonna watch it. Even the shittiest sh- sanctioned Star Wars stuff these days is pretty decent. Now I'm not talking about Caravan of Hope and the bullshit in the '80s that they put out. But what I'm uh-uh. what I was trying to get at is it's not designed like traditional TV. No, because traditional. Oh, my dog is full on. Wow. Just on his bag right now. Sup? Spread eagle. Sup, bro? Um, we, know that, <laughs> we know that every TV show traditionally was designed to have multiple seasons. That's the whole point. Mm-hmm. These shows are not designed that way. They're designed to be mini issues between movies. And I like that idea. Cool, yeah. But the problem is they are insistent on result. Like you said, they're insistent on resolving a plot thread and not continuing it into another property in some way. WandaVision is the only one that I can think of right now, and maybe the Flag Smashers will come up in the Captain America movie. We don't know, obviously. Mm. But Loki, Loki is going to continue a, another... They're designed in a way to for you to be able to not have to watch them but still see movies in the theater. Yes. And that's when it suffers, because Boba Fett... We've been clamoring for years for a Boba Fett movie, for a Boba Fett video game, something Boba Fett related, and they still didn't even have the fucking confidence to make a proper Boba Fett show. They had to shoehorn in two Mandalorian episodes, and then by the time we get to the finale, we're like, wait, what are the plot points from episode four? Oh, they're this, this, and this. I don't care anymore. Also, as much as I enjoyed the scene where they're fighting back-to-back... I didn't need the Mandalorian in this show. I didn't. No. I really did not. 
Um, I liked his addition, though. I, again, it uh, is right. It's but again, that's that's good with the bad. It, like, go, it goes back to what I said earlier. It's because uh, you and I want two different things. Yeah, out of this because it's you, not that I hated it. It's just, no, you, but you would like the idea of Mandalorian not doing it and and, and just having it, and that's what I would want too. But I, if we're gonna have Mandalorian, I want Buddy Cop. Mandos, you know what I mean. When I when I when they were coming out with the previews before we even saw a fucking one episode, yeah, I was so excited, dude. When he shoots Bib Fortuna and takes the throne, I I was so excited about about you know um about them learning more about you know Boba or about Jabba the 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 uh, hut and and the Bomar monks and the same. I I thought this was. Exactly what it was for the first three episodes. Yes, yes. When yes. they were basically going like, and I "Hey, de- we're gonna we're gonna dig into the lore of Tatooine." You and I defended the show hard through the eyes of Boba Fett, dude. We're gonna we're gonna dig into the. We're gonna learn about like yes. this weird creature in the sand. We're gonna you know next we're gonna learn about the Bomar monks that you know are down there, and then we're gonna learn about you know. But then it turned into. I don't know what it turned into, but nothing. It turned into the Mandalorian, which see, uh, yeah, and no. If you if you go back, we defended it because there's people on Twitter that didn't oh, like yeah. it because it was too slow and da, 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 da. And I was like, I was excited. for That's that. why I, I wanted to watch it. it. I was I was intrigued with a a different Boba, a new a Boba with a new lease on life. That's why he isn't as violent as he was. Yes, he's, because he's you know it's he a character crawled out of folks. a fucking sarlacc. You know. Yeah. Uh, I I yeah I don't I don't understand again why I, they yeah. I just again it goes back to what we bitched about before and we continue to bitch about it. it's too you're right it is too reactionary mm-hmm. and I know that this was filmed and, and and written but I think they wrote it in a way to be like well this won't upset this group of fans and this will be nice and it's like just make a fucking story I cannot wait to have a chance like. That's why I'm so I'm, excited with the non-Skywalker shit. I right. don't give a fuck about Skywalkers anymore. I'm confident. Like that's I'm confident that that what I do right now is going to lead me somewhere where I'm going to get a chance to like have some sort of Star Wars project. I do. And I cannot wait to tell them, "Look, the only fucking way I'm doing this is if you let me have carte fucking blanche, dude." <laughs> Seriously, you cannot come in at any point. Like if it's an eight episode you know, series, you, you can't know, come in you know at what any you, point. You know and be what like, you should do. You know what you should do is have a Luke Skywalker uh, cameo. Fuck you. No. You know what you, we know no, what you should do is you should take time. No. And think of a Star Wars pitch because I I would pitch. I would love to pitch a Star Wars. I already Wars told show. you my Star Wars pitch: a Law and Order style episode set on Coruscant uh, right before the Clone Wars. Hmm. You do exact. You you take the, exactly the format of Law and Order, and you put it in Coruscant. So you learn about like the the city and about like the denizens of it and, and shit yeah. like that. Like, I honestly, seriously, no shit, fucking Disney. Go to go to what's his name. Go to Dick Wolf and say, please, can we use the sound and can we call it Law and Order Coruscant? I'm serious. That would be cool as fuck to see like addresses on Coruscant, and like date. You know, like. And the cops, show, you know, no, yeah, I mean, it would be fun to a, see. There's a, a there's a lieutenant and two cops, a police procedural, and then and then halfway through the show, there's the prosecutor and the fucking DA and the ADA, and and that would be cool as fuck if you did it right. But you would also have to be like, no, we're not shoehorning any fucking Skywalker bullshit in there. Now, 
If the story happens to warrant referencing something about it, okay. But honestly, this is right before the Clone Wars. So basically, uh, when What's-His-Name and What's-His-Fuck are racing through uh, uh, Coruscant, chasing Zam Wessel, like during that time. Mm. So there is no fucking Skywalker, okay? Yeah. There's no, you can't have it. That's what I liked about Rogue One. Rogue One was so cool because yeah. it literally didn't reference reference anything. They just referenced the Force, yeah. That's it. That's it. Darth Vader showed up, but it wasn't like that's really Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. I wonder where his kid is. Oh, I, I just, I'm just, dis- I, at the end of the day, I think I'm mostly disappointed just because this. They are such. They have worked themselves into a corner Pussies. with ba- kowtowing to fans, and it's not this. It's not that way with Marvel. It's not that. I think we're getting in a d- different place of the DC universe, and I want w- I want to talk about that. Um, I love so. where DC is going. I do. So that that's uh, at the end of the day, um, I just wish they would have again stuck to their guns and told the story they want to tell. And maybe this is the story John Favreau wanted if to it tell. Is, but okay. it, then we then he needs to accept the, then people that like stand him as this fucking savior to Star Wars need to understand that he dropped the ball and. He catered to a, a, a set of fans. How many times did we say it when it ended? Two seasons of Mandalorian would have been fine. Leave it there. Grogu goes with Luke. Yeah, he, that's it. That was a perfect ending. That was a perfect ending. You know what you could. You know what you should have done after that is not let's green light a season three. By the way, don't think we're not. Don't think we're stupid enough to not realize. How much you are trying to milk that little fucking puppet for oh all my God. the fucking goddamn shit you can. Now, I love the character, and it is, Grogu is cute yes. as fuck. Yes. When he when he jumps on him to hug him, that was cute. But I, say that I hate that you did Dude, when he's just, wearing the little shirt, I was like, aw. I hate that they didn't just leave him with Luke, and we never knew what happened to him, and then that's a story you can yes, tell another day. yes. Yes, but seriously, leave. Okay, you leave. Well, it's also because they work. It, it's also because they worked themselves in a corner because right. they have to justify a reason why he wasn't slaughtered by fucking Kylo Ren. When right, Kylo killed the other Jedi. Right, because so. then the kids who want little, little things, they're gonna say, "Oh my, yeah, yeah exactly, exactly." But, okay, here's what you should have done: end season two of Mandalorian. The Mandalorian is no longer a property. That's it. That's the whole thing. We're done. Yeah, but they then, were. then. You do Book of Boba Fett, which is a continuation, sort of, of the same story, okay? And Boba Fett somehow connects with the Book of Mandalore, which would have been a continuation. Yeah, I would have loved to see of how fucking Bo Katan is going to get back the the dark saber. Honestly, from... I think that's probably going to be season three of the Mandalorian. You can you can give me some Mandalorian in the Book of Mandalore because he's got to be a character. Because he has Bo- the saber, yeah. exactly. And how are they? How they're trying to restore Mandalore? That would have been cool. But now I don't. I don't know how much I give a shit. I'm still I, gonna watch it. I, yeah, whatever it you just, give me. But just, honestly, yeah, man, that's it. That's really what it boils down to. Is just the the lack of confidence uh, to commit to something. And and honestly, I'm getting to the. I, I'm. I like. Sorry, I didn't mean to jab the mic. It's right into my butt. 
I'm not. I, I still enjoy the MCU, and I still will because I'm interested to see where they're gonna go. Because yeah. Moon Knight, I think, is going to usher in the Midnight Suns and more supernatural shit, which is fun. Yeah, all that stuff. But stuff. I'm at the point where I'm like, I don't want the Star Wars universe to be connected anymore. I am. I don't want. And what I mean by that is, I don't want this fucking needless Marvelization of Star Wars mm. and the Disney version of Star Wars. It's like, yeah, t- you don't need to. Con- this is a gigantic galaxy of lore. You can tell any story you want. You can make up a planet if and you want. Keep you can make back up to something tat- else. Fucking ween, dude. Get off Tatooine. Leave the Skywalkers now, and do something new. No, hang on a second. Now. I, and I it got, doesn't need to be connected. Season one of Mandalorian was was fucking a fucking plus, dude. A fucking plus. Almost nothing about it I didn't like. Season two was great because they started showing a story that we all wanted to see, which is did Boba Fett survive? And oh fuck yeah, he did, dude. And why does he have a sand person stick? Oh fuck yeah, dude. You know right? Mm-hmm. But we didn't need to see Luke Skywalker, dude. I mean, as cool as that was, as 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 holy fuck as I was at that moment, dude, seeing him in 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 the book of Boba Fett, I, enough, man. Move on, dude. Give us new characters. Give us new stories. Tell us stories from from eras that we've ne- that we've only heard about in legends, whispered in the canon. You know, give us like the. Uh, the Dark Horse, the the Jedi Mandalore uh, War, from like thousands and thousands of years before Skywalker. Give me that shit, dude. Give me a Game of Thrones style fucking Mandalorians versus Jedi shit. Fuck to the yes. Uh-huh. All right. That's are we, enough. Are we for done Boba. now? Are yeah. we done? It's funny when we do the Peacemaker Boba Fett thing because we we're so like high on peacemaker like so, ah and then we're, we're so, like willie nelson on yeah yeah and then we're so pissed about yeah. boba because again you're right that's a great example peacemaker has threads that continue and some can be resolved before the finale we don't have to jam when, pack we, everything in the end when we talk about boba fett we're like fiends who got who got jobbed we did uh because uh, you and baking, i actually liked soda you and i liked the slower the episodes shit was, the shit was stepped on so much there's not even any kick that's to first it. episodes we were like I'm not even high, man. This is baking soda and shit, man. His first episodes were like, nice. But the last couple were... No, not that one. (laughs) The last few were like... What? But the first three were like... Yes! (laughs) All right, I'm done. You know, the best part about that what song is (laughs) whenever you use uh, what from Skeletor... There's a little beat behind it, right? Remember? Yeah, yeah. Of course. We've referenced it many times. It's classic. It's what makes the fucking, to me, what makes the drop, so what what elevates it to that next level. Yeah. And the funny part is, it's loud enough that when you're using it in the song, it's like, whoa, the beat changed. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. All right, let's talk about uh, Marvel, the Netflix shows um, mm. that were Marvel shows as well. Um, they are leaving Netflix on March 1st. So whenever you go to click on Daredevil, The Punisher, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, The Defenders, any of those. And by the way, if you're clicking on Iron Fist, shame on you. (laughs) 
<laughs> it does say uh, that the shows are leaving Netflix on March 1st. It says the last day to watch is February 28th. Okay. Go buy uh, the DVD. So Disney will get the rights back from those. So what do you make of this? And then we'll have an, I'll have a follow-up question for uh, this as well. What do I make of this? Yeah, what do you think? With Disney getting if the you rights really back. Enjoy, if you really enjoy these shows, there are ways to get copies of Blu-rays or DVD seasons. Um, I suggest you do that. Um, whining about it on Twitter like you have been is really embarrassing. Um, as great as these shows were, and they still are, they still hold up. Um, I I couldn't yeah. get past see, I couldn't get past episode three of The Punisher. I couldn't get past episode three of Iron Fist. Uh, because it it got too bloated on itself. Um, Defenders even was kind of like, huh? Yeah. Um, so to be really honest, I, I you know, if, if it were up to me, I would get uh Jessica Jones season one, Daredevil season one and two, Luke Cage season one. I would get Daredevil season three. I get all of Daredevil. Daredevil's fantastic. I, I yeah, I guess I get see Daredevil and then and then probably Defenders. But the rest of it I'm not really sold on it and, and again I get that you love these properties, but you should be very excited. Oh, well, they're leaving. A, Marvel has stated that they're going to find a new home for these series. They're probably going to bring them over to Disney+. Plus, So they're not even going to be gone that long. Well, that's long. what I mean. It, that, that was in my follow-up. Do we right. think it'll be on Disney+, Plus or Hulu? They've said... Probably. So, well, but here's the thing. I think it'll be on Disney Plus. I think they'll move them to Disney Plus Make and legacy, have yeah. an adult section yeah. on Disney Plus because there's rumors yes. that Kevin Feige said they're not going to pull punches with Moon Knight. Moon Knight's going to be hard. Yeah. Or. Which would make sense because then you can make Blade because so, I don't know how the fuck you make a Blade movie that isn't rated R with fucking right. vampires. But you also have Charlie Cox in the MCU now. So you should be. Why are you. There's so many other things to bitch about, folks. <laughs> Shit. Well, I think honestly, I think they uh, they're gonna do my idea. I think they're gonna have a uh, like a Marvel Knights style section on uh, Disney Plus that has, which they should do. It's bril- It's a brilliant idea. You can have that Disney because you do it anyway. <laughs> you you take it from me anyway. But I'm serious. Yeah, set up set up a cheaters, Marvel Knights or or a or. A, I think what was it Max was another one of their adult property, yeah. more adult. Yeah, we talked about Marvel. It. Yeah, we've talked about it mul- multiple times. I said I think they could do that, totally do that, and still, so you still have that family friendly value of of Disney, but you also well, have you, that more adult. What section. you do is is if you if you're if you have a profile with your because you can have multiple. Well, you, profiles. you can have parental locks, yeah. right? But hang on, you can do parental locks. But my thing is, um, you know, you have like say like four members of the family and like two are parents and two are kids, right? The two parents, you know, it's, to me, I don't know, but it's easy to me, it seems like it would be easy to just pick somebody else's profile. What you do is, the people who are old enough and who control the controls, if the kid tries to log into their profile by clicking on their thing, you make them have a code. Yeah, a lot of, the, a lot of them do that. Yeah. Okay, cool. And then so after I, that, I, I, and then after that, like, it, you know, so basically you make the kids have to log into their own codes... And you don't even give them the option. You don't even give them the fucking yes, thing. Yeah, so they wouldn't. They don't see, even have yeah. it. Yeah, they don't even got it. I don't know. I I, I think yeah. I think that it's gonna probably. But end, it's possible, Disney. I, I think it's they're they're gonna end up on Disney Plus and they're gonna start allowing um, more adult. 
content on the platform, but yeah, have more of an age restriction. And, mm. and I think that would be another way for them to get those touchstone pictures, movies on there. Mm. Cause people forget Disney owns that. Um, cause Disney, yeah, who framed Roger Rabbit is on Disney plus. If you didn't know, um, did not. Uh, so yeah, I think they'll probably end up on Disney plus and it's, it sucks, but it's okay. Everybody we will be fine. We'll yeah. be fine. Uh, moving on to Gambit. For whatever reason, Gambit, the failed uh, Channing Tatum movie. in the fucking news. Comes back to the news. I have four poll quotes. Two of them from the director. Two of them from Channing Tatum that I want to just quote to you. Because you and I are both kind of the same boat. I don't care that much about Gambit as a character. Yeah. Let alone an X-Men movie. Well, and yeah. I, why would you have any faith in the Fox X-Men? Before before you uh, do the quotes, I want to explain this to folks. Um, he's doing a promotional tour for that stupid fucking dog movie. And so he did an interview what? where... What? You haven't seen those stupid previews where he pretends to be a blind guy with that fucking... He, he's doing a cross-country trip with a, with a dog who's a bad dog. And he learns to love the dog. You haven't seen the previews to that shit? I don't no, even, I don't I care. I don't even know I what don't it's even exactly. Care. Continue. <laughs> That's why this is coming out, because he did an interview about it, and, and the interviewer was, like, asking about the Gambit project. So all of this stuff that yeah. wasn't previously known, and all these fuck sticks in fucking social media who for some reason think Gambit is the best thing since sliced bread, and who were dying for Channing Tatum to play Gambit. Fuck off. But anyway... Nobody. We never cared about this. No, no. I, but now I, I, we're I, I supposed to, especially when this was supposed to come out because it was still Fox. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Fuck off, man. <clears throat> so this is from director Reed uh, Carlin. Mm. Uh, quote: It was all this kind of low-level mutant fights and disagreements. We set it in this world of the mafia, almost kind of like a mutant Goodfellas in New Orleans. Sounds cool. Sounds interesting. Here's another quote. We made this world in New Orleans that was a city of mutants that didn't care about saving the world. They went there so they could use their powers to party and hook up and use their hands. And their hands could fry the grease at McDonald's and whatever else. And the hardest thing for them to do is who to fall in love with because they could read each other's minds. And when they got into a fight, they could turn a table into a grenade and send their partner to the hospital or whatever. So he's just saying, like, who the fuck was that? The director of the movie. I am so fucking glad we didn't get that stupid, slimy, Hold on. steaming pile of shit that you just Hold described. On. What? Hold on. That was a run-on I sentence th- by a 10-year-old. I think... <laughs> And, and then they fall in love, but they can read each other's minds, but then they can get fights, but then the guy can turn a table into a grenade. He was just trying and to, then he, he took in a long, roundabout way of trying to say, like... No, he's a fucking idiot. These are people with power. Is that Simon Kinberg? No, it's... It is, isn't it? No, it's Reed Carolyn. Well, you don't... You should not be given any movies to direct, So some sir, somehow this comes up ma'am. later in a Channing Tatum interview, and here's what Channing Tatum said, said about just... I'm so pissed. This is what he just said about Gambit, the character. From Channing Tatum, direct <laughs> quote. And I, I want to keep in mind, I think Channing Tatum is a funny dude. I really like him a lot. Logan Lucky was really good. But sometimes he says things that I'm like, oh, buddy, you sound stupid. And I don't think he's stupid. Quote, they call him flamboyant in his description. I wouldn't. He was just like the coolest person. 
he would pull anything off. Most superheroes, their outfits are utilitarian. Batman's got his belt. Gambit's like, no, this shit's just fly, bro. This shit walked down the Paris runway last year. He's just wearing the stuff that's so dope because he loves fashion, end quote. I don't know how, what the... I'll be completely honest. I took that completely out of context because I was just like... This just proves I don't give a shit even more about this movie. Because... Um, yeah. Why, can I reveal uh, Can I reveal something to you that's been kept secret by Marvel for decades now? What, Gambit sucks? Gambit is a nothing character. He, what's his power? Momentum, he always, right? Uh, who gives a shit? To generate... Do you know uh, why Gambit exists? Because Marvel fucked up in the 80s and made the X-Men dead to the rest of the Marvel Universe. And they were living in Australia, right? And then, at the end of that whole thing, they couldn't figure out how to to end that. So they ended it by them, like, I don't know, walking through this fucking thing. And so for a while, the only X-Men who existed were like Banshee, Maura McTaggart, uh, and uh, fuck, like two other people. And all of a sudden, like... They start showing these stories where this this uh, um, uh, Cajun dude is um, helping out this really young black girl with white hair. And for some reason, when they all went through this portal at the end of the Australia adventure, they all went back in time or something. It was really stupid. But the only reason Gambit exists is because he um, found Storm when she came through because she had been de-aged by, like, fucking 20 or 30 years. She was, like, 10 years old. And uh. he he took her on as his ward to protect her and then eventually joined the X-Men when they all finally got back together and got normal yeah. again. But he was never anything. <laughs> Nothing. He was a stupid... Right. He's a caricature. If I'm if I'm a Cajun person, I'm angry at Gambit. This is this is the final quote, and this one made me laugh the hardest. Quote from Channing Tatum. Once Gambit went away, I was so traumatized. Tatum says, adding this is from directly from the article. Tatum says, adding that he swore off watching the Avengers. Quote, I shut off my Marvel machine. I haven't been able to see any of the movies. I love that character. It was just too sad. It was like losing a friend because I was ready to play him. Also, uh, who the fuck cares about Gambit? The fact that you <laughs> took that much time to study this bullshit nothing character tells me that you ultimately are stupid, Channing. Oh wow, I don't mean that. I I don't want to mean it either. But if you took that much time with the stupid Keep nothing mind, character, I took those out of context. For okay, I don't want to say Channing well, Tatum's stupid because he doesn't seem. I, like I want to make stupid. a. I took those out of context. Seems like he'd be a good dude to hang out I with. I took them out of context as a joke because neither of you, neither of us give a fuck about Gambit or Gambit. But I also did just tear apart his new project, so, you know. Well, if it looks like shit, it looks like shit. It I mean, looks like he's shit. Not, he's not immune to criticism. No, he's not. He shouldn't be. I, I am, Despite the not. fact that he's fucking this gorgeous. This show is immune to any criticism. He's gorgeous. All right, Tyler. It's been a while, but it's back, baby. It's Tyler's. Oh, are we going to do that? Are we going to do that? I thought we were... Tyler's. Tyler's. All right, Tyler, what do you want to talk about this week? Um... 
You mentioned... Ba- okay, I was going to say. I, so, I was going to help you if you forgot. No, I didn't. Uh, Batman 89. What I did forget was which of my many streaming services I was watching it on. <laughs> yeah, of course. I was like, is it Hulu? Is it... It's not Disney. I, you know, Tyler, funny is that you Process say that. Process of elimination. It's I know it's that. not Disney Plus. Because we did write a song about streaming services. Yeah. And it will be out soon. Yeah. Anyways, Batman 89. Batman 89. So uh, I, I talked about this off the air, and I was trying to remember how it was like watching it for the first time when I was a kid. And we, you know, we st- we sat in line for the whole time. My brother made, made custom, custom t-shirts. t-shirts and, Jesus. Um, we, we went downtown Iowa City. The theater no longer exists. I can't remember what it was called, but it was across from uh, the Englert. It was wasn't the Englert. It was anyway, called whatever. the Point theater. is, point is. <laughs> Uh, it doesn't exist anymore, but point is, is that we saw it opening day, and I remember just being, like, how excited I was. And here's the fucked up thing. My brother and I had already bought the official comic book a- adaptation of the movie. So we already knew everything that happened in the movie. Because uh-huh. the adaptation was very good. I, was, I always find it's weird that movies have normalizations. Uh, the, the best thing about it to me is is the the MCU has just kind of turned it into a different like animal, man. Like, cause you know you well, like they, they don't really Thanos do book. right, but they don't really do like comic book adaptations of their movies. They just don't. But they do whatever. No, I'm saying is, they do a lot of. I was able to yeah, watch. I was able to watch this movie with my younger eyes. I was somehow able to kind of transport my brain back a little bit. And it is wonderful, man. It still holds up. Um, you know, Vicky Vale is just wow, what a babe. And and Jack Nicholson is of course terrifying. Yeah. Um, the makeup still holds up. It, it's one. a little bit it's God. a little cheesy at parts, but Nicholson is just so fucking oh, that intense. Fucking Prince soundtrack. Oh, dude. The Prince yeah. Um the bat fucking dance. balloons, the 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 poorly CGI'd bat wing and 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 the armor on the bat. Uh, mobile and it's just really good it's really good and if you have a chance it's on a couple of different streaming uh, platforms right now hulu and i think hbo max uh but if you get a chance it's leaving hbo max because warner brothers was stupid i don't know why but anyway uh but if you uh if you get a chance check it out because it is a good movie um and uh yeah it's it's good to be reminded that um, that sometimes the superhero movies get it right. That was a good movie in general, not just superheroes. And it shows you just how gr- how cool and interesting all these characters are because you talk about that version of Batman and then in a couple of weeks we're going to see a whole new version right. and a whole new take on Batman. Can, I, be cool. can I finish one other thing? I totally forgot about this. While I was watching the movie, I started realizing how funny it is that the Joker killed you know, uh, Bruce Wayne's parents. Jack that, Napier. Yes, exactly, right? Mm-hmm. So that's how it's tied together. And how interesting it is that sometimes these things are viewed as canon in the comic books almost. Mm. But it's like, well, that started off there. Right, and then you see, like, Raimi's Spider-Man has the organic webbing. Like, Vicki Vale was a character in the comic books uh, very recently when she... Uh, that's why I thought it was interesting. I don't know who his love interest would have been. Yeah, I don't know. Um... Instead of Vicky Vale, you can't really do. You one. can't do Talia because then you have to set up all the. Oh yeah, if you do the uh, Ra's al Ghul shit, it's Raish al Ghul. Huh? It's Raish al Ghul. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm joking. That's how uh, Kevin Conroy's Batman pronounces him. But then, 
Christopher Nolan's Batman's Ra's al Ghul. I always thought it was Ra's al Ghul, but anyway. That's uh, what it's spelled, motherfucker. No, but I was I was just saying like uh, it's kind of like the how Spider Man had organic organic webbing right. webbing for a while because right. and honestly as a kid I just thought that was what it was. I didn't know he had web shooters or everything. Yeah, but um, yes, it's it's yeah. interesting how much these two pieces these two art forms are emulating and and influencing each other. Well, you know what's funny is I'm, I'm glad you brought up because this is unintentional. But I'm glad you talked about Tim Burton's Batman because. Um, my Jake's Unlimited today was going to be about um, a project that I'm working on related to Batman. Um, so yeah, in in Alfred's big dick, <laughs> it's yeah, it's porno. Uh, maybe it's maybe you and I are in the same boat. Maybe it's because the Batman's coming out in a few weeks that we're like we. I just want to watch Batman. Or, like I'm I'm interested in Batman again. Um, but no, you're a Batman whore. I, I don't know what it was. You're a bat whore. Well, yeah, Batman's was. <laughs> He's always That's been okay. my favorite I'm a, superhero. I'm a Captain America slut. Yeah. I mean, look at my shelf and look at all the Batman memorabilia. We call ourselves Private Americas. <laughs> but uh <laughs> so it, it, it may I don't know what it was, but I was I was inspired <laughs> yeah. to do something new and something interesting. And th- I uh I spent I think I spend I would think it's fair to say I spend a lot more time on YouTube than you do. Um, but I love watching like video essays um, about like video games or movies or whatever. I love watching a long form video of like discussing the, the the themes and the topics at hand, you know, with the products. And I want to do that myself. So um, I am going to be releasing a four part mini series. I'm not going to attach a date onto it. It's just him touching himself. <laughs> Mostly because um, Tyler's too lame and won't play video games, and uh, no, and it, it's 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 a chance. Fuck cha- you, dude! It's a chance for me to do something um, different for the show. It's a chance um, for me to do something not with me. <laughs> Jesus, fine, I get it. No, play a fucking video game, then, old man. You fuck. <laughs> no, but uh, if, if you pay attention to the feed, I've already kind of I already put out a trailer. Forward of just me Ooh. talking about what it is, so oh. it's going to be me breaking down all four of the Batman Arkham games. In, I can't wait in long form discussion of it. Of just and and you know I'm going to talk about things that I loved about the. I'm going to be breaking down pretty much everything. So titties, uh, the plot, oh. um, the 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 backstory of how it came to be, all these things that I really want to talk about because I I just finished. Um, Arkham Origins, not that long ago, and I'm getting ready to post, uh, record and post that up. Um, I'm currently playing through uh, Arkham Asylum because I played them chronologically. Arkham oh. Origins came out in 2013, but Arkham oh. Asylum is the first game. So I just mm. I want to do it in a chronological order and trying to see how it is story-wise chronologically. But as I'm going through it, I'm enjoying the games more, and I'm excited to uh, share with you Arkham Revisited. I'm excited for you to share with me, too. Uh, I will say the the script of just the plot and just things I wanted to hit like plot points and mm-hmm. things like that that I wanted to talk about. Yeah. It's seven pages, so I can only imagine what these scripts are going to be like as I go along. But I will say this: and one thing to say as I wrap this up, the Arkham Origins one that I again I've already written and I'm getting ready to record. Um, <laughs> there's a part where I kind of lose my mind because I got to the point of the game where I'm just cleaning up side missions and wrapping up all the loose ends of the game. Yeah. And there was times when I'm like, 
all right, fuck this. I literally stopped and I was like, all right, fuck you. Because there's this whole thing with the Riddler. You have to go and take down these like radio tower things. What? And there's 10 of them in each district. So you got to go to each district on the map. Go find them. Find where they are. Thing, thing, thing. Throw bat- batterings at them. Destroy them. And then I go back to his hideout because I think that's all I had to do. And that is all I had to do. And then it's like, oh, you, you broke into his servers and took out all of his surveillance stuff. That's it. You don't even get to fight him or anything. And I was just like. Whoa. I fucking hate it when games do this. Whoa. It's like, why is Riddler so annoying in the Batman Arkham games? But anyway, Arkham Revisited uh, will be coming out very soon. Whoa. So, Tyler, what did we learn today? Uh, I learned that uh, we can both be, well, I can more than you, uh, long-winded. Um also learned that uh, that's it I had to say that hey that's the reality <laughs> I also learned that uh, I, I didn't really learn anything other than uh, I, I just I guess I just wish Star Wars would kind of take the MCU model put somebody in charge of, of everything and be like okay you know because for whatever reason Kathleen Kennedy's not doing it I mean, I I, 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 does, like, I like I like that she's green lighting, you know, projects that are kind of out there, but they always come back to the same bullshit. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, you know what? Well, whoever's in charge, well, one thing they have to be bad mother crusher. And I just say, Godspeed, Spider Man. Do you want Spider Man to be in charge of Star Wars, Tom Holland? <laughs> What? Why can't we talk over this at the end here? What? I was intending just to yes. put it in later, I feel but like I we, just put it in now. Oh. Well, I feel like we should be able to talk over it. Why? So we can Did hit we the talk post. over the intro? Yeah, so we can talk over the post. Do we I hit guess. the post? Ooh. Nice. nice.